This podcast is brought to you from Dr. Henson's Spring 2020 English 4320 class by Stephen Johnson. All right, everybody, welcome to Quarantine Conversations Sports Talk Radio. I have uh, Jacob Wickstrom and Brendan Lowe here with me. I'm Stephen Johnson, the host. And today we're going to be talking about a lot of NFL stuff going on around the league with free agency in full swing and the new league year started. Lots of big name trades, releases, and uh, signings from everybody. The biggest thing on everybody's mind right now, two years, $50 million guaranteed, Tom Brady going to the Buccaneers. So, wow. obviously, big move here with that. 2019 for Tom Brady wasn't one of his best years, so he had a 60.8% completion rating. 4,000 yards. Uh, he averaged just over six yards an attempt at 6.6, and then he had a touchdown interception ratio to 24 and 8. Now, obviously, not a great year, but not bad either. What do you think Tom Brady brings to the Buccaneers as far as his leadership and physical abilities? Brendan and Jacob. You want to go first? You want me to take this? Um, I just would like to say that. <laughs> I have had 21 years of bliss and excellence in my life as a Patriots fan. And I'm just, I'm just grateful for the good times. Um, that being said, I don't think that Tom Brady is worth uh, two years, 50 million guaranteed. And I'm kind of glad that the Patriots didn't pay him because his arm strength and his accuracy have both been awry uh, these past few seasons as he gets into his forties. And, um, you know, he's a great leader. He's, he's, you know, his work ethic is what is really going to be missed around the locker room. But I think that there are guys who are going to step up in the locker room uh, for the Patriots. And I think that when he goes to the Buccaneers, it's also going to uh, allow him to teach the younger guys how to how to lead a team for when he leaves in a couple of years because he's not going to be in the league for seven more years or whatever. So um, I think as far as that's concerned, I think he's mostly going to be more of like a culture changer and kind of like just like a ticket grab. I honestly don't think they're going to go better than like 10 and six in that division that they have, you know, with new Orleans and um, Atlanta got Todd Gurley. So that's, I think that that might be a, a decent add to their, their roster and make it a little more difficult. We don't know what's happening in Carolina right now, but um, yeah, I don't know how much it's really going to change too much. I think they're going to get like add three more wins to the season maybe from last year. Cause they went seven and nine. That is a tough division. You got to think it's not the dolphins and jets anymore. You have, a couple elite quarterbacks in Drew Brees. I mean, Matt Ryan, you can kind of bubble him. He's not per se elite, but definitely someone who can make some stuff happen. Brendan, what are you thinking about this? Oh, I don't think they have any chance of winning the division, regardless. Eight and eight at best. I think Tom Brady's washed. Uh, he's been washed for a couple of years. I think Bill Belichick kept him afloat. <laughs> okay, you won a Super Bowl. He's a good culture changer, right? He's going to be he a won a leader. Super Bowl. He won a Super Bowl. It's Bill Belichick, though. Everybody knows this. He's a check down. I hope, they, I hope you're right, bro. <laughs> to be honest with you, I hope you're right. I'm just waiting to see which 5'6", 150-pound white guy he turns into a pro bowler. See if we can carry that trend over from New England. Bro, what if what if we pull up week one and Julian Edelman's our starting quarterback? <laughs> so, here's the thing it. with that. Like, like you were saying, Jacob. So, Tom Brady's going to be 43 years old next season. If this next season even happens, if not, he'll be 44. I mean, that shit's happening. He's 
he's reaching that. I mean, obviously we say it every year and he defies it every year, but like he has to be reaching that end. Like there's no way. And kind of just to talk about stats. So Jameis Winston, you know, love him or hate him. You can say whatever you want about him. Had basically he was 0.1 off on completion percentage. 60.8 for Tom, 60.7 for Jameis. More yards, led the NFL in yards. Uh, two more yards per attempt. Tom had 6.6, Jameis had 8.2. And then Jameis obviously led the league in touchdowns and interceptions, right? 32 <laughs> touchdowns, 30 interceptions. And they were behind similar. 30-30. So Tom had the 10th ranked O-line, Jameis had the 8th. I mean, it's not not too far off. So what what are the Bucks really getting out of this? Especially since now Jameis got his eye surgery fixed. Like he was out there throwing balls without even knowing who he was throwing. Exactly. That's why we I think everybody needs to pay a lot more respect to Jameis Winston, considering the fact he's the first legally blind quarterback in the <laughs> <laughs> Okay, hang on. Whoa though, hang on. Looking at these stats. How many can you name another receiver who played on the Patriots last year who wasn't Julian Edelman or Antonio Brown? Nikhil Harry. How many games did he play? Because the answer is less than. I was going to say I think he played right at five. Okay, my thing is this: sixty point eight percent completion percentage with who versus sixty sixty point seven completion percentage with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin. I mean, bro, I feel like we would have given up a first-round draft pick if we could have got like, O.J. Howard. <laughs> like, I, we had no – like, the Patriots had nobody last year to throw to. So, I, if, if Tom Brady plays at the level that he played at last year – no, two years ago, when he had a couple more weapons, I, I mean, I think that I, – I don't know. Because I didn't even look at these stats until just now. Nice, but Jameis. When I mean Jameis, Jameis is Jameis is is the most entertaining player in the league because every time he gets the ball, you don't know if he's gonna what like what team he's gonna throw it to. It's gonna be a touchdown or a pick every time. Every time. I mean, that might be, be a touchdown every time anyway. I think Tom is gonna be a huge upgrade. Is y'all aren't gonna or they aren't gonna turn over the ball as much, but it might. I, that's why I think that when that you said eight and eight, I just think if they play the exact same as last year and. Everybody just plays the exact same. I, I think that's two or three more wins at least. No, yeah, I'm really another... interested to see how Mike Evans plays with a new quarterback. I was going to say that is another good point. Like you were saying, you didn't have really anybody proven outside of Julian Edelman. Obviously, Gronk gone. Don't have that security blanket, you know, superstar tight end anymore. Uh, Amendola hasn't been there for some years now. And Nikhil Harry, the promising young rookie, didn't play the whole season. Now he'll have Chris Godwin, Mike Evans. O.J. Howard, Cameron Brake, even, too, at tight end. Um, I think he helps. About- Don't forget Perryman, too, right? Perryman. Is that? That's like me talking about how the Cowboys had Jason Witten last year. I'm talking about Cameron Brake. Come on, man. Cameron Brake is still a young tight end, though. He has time to develop. He's, what, hey, 24? The right, I'm looking at the depth chart, too. And the, the offensive line is not bad, either. They're not. No, they were the eighth-ranked eighth O-line last season. Mm-hmm. They have a pretty good uh, defense as well. Yeah, Vita Vea, uh, J- JPP, and Indomitian Sue. I Well, okay, maybe. He's getting up there. If they play well. 
No, they're old, but I mean, I don't know. Their safeties are a little, a little left, some left to be desired. But I mean, I they have to play Drew Brees and Matt Ryan and uh, Teddy Bridgewater six games out of the season. Yeah, like like Brendan said, I don't think they win the division. Now, could they compete for maybe a wild card spot? Sure, but. There's seven more. There's seven teams. They do get an extra shot at a wild card for sure. So they can still get in the playoffs. And from there, it's anybody's game. Do they win in the playoffs? Do they win in the playoffs mm. without home field? I guess it because depends I on will momentum. Say, a lot of playoff wins that Tom Brady got were because people had to go to New oh, England. Oh, for sure. Yeah, Tom was different on so, the playoffs. He, he was, so yeah. He never won a playoff game in Mile High Stadium. For the Broncos, I just want to put that out there. <laughs> Does anybody losing record in Mile High? That is who who a has different one? Beast. Who has one? When y'all have home field advantage, who wins? That's a good point. Honestly, I, I that's like that's that's tough. It's in. I mean, it's February in in a mile. You know, mile high. I mean, it's the air is super thin and it's cold. I mean, well, that's enough about Mile High. We can get back to the round sheet here. All right, so so bottom line for this is does, <laughs> does Tom Brady again forty three years old come next season? Does he improve the Buccaneers for this signing? I don't think so. Absolutely, I just what? don't think so. I, I think he's washed. He doesn't have any arm strength. He's not going to have Bill Belichick to scheme open wide receiver. Is he an upgrade from Jameis Winston? I just don't see it. I think he's okay. Washed. So you like Jacob? So no no upgrade from Jameis Winston. You'd rather take Jameis going into the season or Tom Brady? Oh God! <laughs> I don't know. I I you really see? think they're on opposite ends of the spectrum, though. I don't think that you can say one's necessarily better than the others. They just, they both have their own downsides. I definitely think that Tom Brady is going to have a way easier time throwing to Mike Evans and Chris Godwin this year. But is he going to be able to hit Mike Evans he's... downfield the way Jameis could? That's why it wouldn't surprise me if Mike Evans' numbers kind of dipped this year, just because Tom Brady's he's a short to intermediate thrower. He's not going to throw deep balls. No, he's not. You're right. If they scheme you're, it right, you're right though, but... they can still get him open and just let him do the work for yards after catch. It's not going to be like, oh, bro, you know who would be an upgrade? I mean, like, okay, this is – this. okay, never mind. I'm not even going to go. You say Antonio Brown. I will hang up right now. No, I was going to say – I was going to say – I was going to say what would f- be fun to watch is Mike Evans with, like, Pat Mahomes. But, like, of course. So, you know, he's Super Bowl MVP and stuff. So, I just kind of wanted to shut my mouth. Yeah, okay. All right. So, uh, more – Big news, obviously, around the NFL. So the NFL Player Association and the league agreed. Uh, it's, that was a couple weeks ago now to the new season format. So we're going to have 17 regular season games now, and we're cutting out one of the preseason games. We're dropping it down to three. Um, how do you think this affects the regular season? Do you think it's a good change, or do you think that it might affect some people? Because now you have – you know, one one more game that matters and basically one less game to kind of prepare your team and work out some of the kinks. Well, as a fan, I absolutely love it. We have more regular season football, we have more playoff football, and we have less preseason football. So you really can't ask for more than that. Can you – let's put an asterisk on that. As a Cowboys fan, you really like that. <laughs> yeah, we have a better chance as of a making Cowboys the playoffs fan. as well. So we got that second while. You have a better chance of making the playoffs. Which, hey, I can't disagree because, I mean, we, we probably could have slipped in you know, a year or two as a Broncos fan, if we have this format. Um, I 
Does it matter, though? Do you really think those seven seeds are going to go in there and win any games anyway? I think it's about the chance, though. It's such a big disadvantage. Any given Sunday. I mean, look at that Packers-Rams game, what it would have been last year if we're going to that. I mean, the Rams were just – they were not good. Super Bowl, Jacob. I mean, you would know better than anybody about that one, right? They were a wild card team. So – they were, but but the gap. I'm saying, but I'm saying the gap between six and three, and then eventually what six and one would be is different than the gap between seven and two right off the bat. No buy. I don't think. Oh yeah, for sure. See a seven seed make noise every year, but if you, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me at all if once every few years there's a seven seed that gets in there and makes it to the conference championship game. And I think, too, it has to do with matchups because you look at, like, okay, so are we going to say that the Patriots team was actually worse up and down, like top to bottom yes. than the Titans team? Or, but are the Patriots worse than the Bills? Uh, no. Okay, so imagine if the Bills would have been the sixth seed instead of the Titans, right? It had to do with matchup, and that's the same reason why the Titans ended up going and beating uh, the Ravens. So, you know, so like uh, handily because it was just matchup. It was like that. Right. So just just so uh, if anybody listening doesn't understand what this is, it's they have expanded the playoff field to 14 teams. Now they've added one more team from the AFC and the NFC. So the first seed from each conference gets a bye and then everyone else has to play. So it would be the if we were taking it from last year, it would be the Ravens as the one seed in the AFC. They get a bye. The number two seeded Chiefs will play the number seven seeded Steelers. They would be uh, incorporated into the playoffs. The number three Pats against the number six Titans, and then the number four Texans against the number five Bills. So do y'all see any kind of this matchup if we were to implement it this year? Like, does anything change as far as the AFC picture? No. I think the Chiefs are – they're winning that conference. Yeah. I think the Chiefs are going to win the Super Bowl for the next, like, three or four years like the Warriors did. In- I'm such a Pat Mahomes fanboy. I think that he's the best quarterback in the league already. I think that he's Aaron Rodgers, but even more mobile. He's better than Aaron Rodgers. I think he will. I think he's he like- will be. I don't think you can disrespect Aaron like that just because it's only his third season in the league. Yeah. Is he better than Tom Brady? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, how are you going to disrespect <laughs> Tom Brady like that? And not, like, come on now. Tom Brady's a check down master. Bill Belichick's the reason for that dynasty. Matt Castle won. <laughs> I for knew that was That season, I you got to go look at the Tom teams Brady's that we legacy. played. They Everybody sucked that year that we played, except for the Jets. Everybody sucked that year, and the they Jets. The Jets went thirteen. <laughs> the Jets went thirteen and three that yeah, that year with Mark Sanchez hey, whoa, as quarterback. Mark Sanchez. That's how Mark bad Sanchez the league was. A viable Stop. quarterback. <laughs> that man went to two AFC okay. Championship games. So did Tim Tebow, and y'all. No, it. Tim Tebow didn't go to championship games. We beat the Steelers in the wild card, and then got dominated he was a winner. by y'all in the in the second round. That was Bill Belichick. That's not fair. Tim Tebow could have been a Hall of Fame tight end. Changed my mind. Come on, man. He could have. Tight Are you end. Kidding I don't me know. with that build and that mobility. Taysom Hill, like Taysom like, Hill type. Tim Tebow could have been a dog, but he didn't want to change the positions. That's beside the point. So, AFC, you think 
Chiefs are taking it all anyway. They're just too good. NFC. So, yep. 49ers would have gotten their bye. The number two Packers would have played the number seven Rams. Number three Saints against the Vikings. And then the number four Eagles against the number five Seahawks. Anything change here at all for you guys? Or you think that the 49ers still take it every year? Well, I would say that if you played that same playoff scenario out 10 times, the Saints probably win the conference seven or eight of them. But they're just cursed. And for some reason, God doesn't want them to make the playoff or they make the Super Bowl. So, no, I don't think anything changes in that circumstance. <clears throat> yeah, I agree. I think that, you know, the Rams are the Rams, are they, are they tanking? Are they good? I mean, they kind of had, I don't know. I feel like it was more of a flute season than anything now. To be honest with you, Sean McVay's like n- just nobody knew what Sean McVay's system was, and then they adapted, yeah. Because I mean, they haven't done anything, and honestly, I think Jared Goff is overrated. You know, well, okay, so he's overpaid oh, for course. sure. Do you think Bill Belichick, um, <laughs> like exposed exposed the Rams so badly? And, like, Sean McVay is just too stubborn to change his offense? Like, I think Sean McVay is a good coach. I just think that they bought all into Jared Goff way too soon before people had an idea about who he was. Was he the number one pick? Yes. I, yeah, I believe he was. Yeah. They – they Dak Prescott's draft. So, I know <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, well, first so I know pick of the 2016 draft. The ownership group for LA and the management group for LA, they, I think what they were trying to do was I think they were trying to secure these contracts to be like set in stone so that they didn't have to worry about free agency when they opened their new stadium. Well, you remember the Rams were like all the hype those couple years ago whenever they got Ndamukong Sue and Aqib Tlaib and they got Wade Phillips from the Broncos, the defensive coordinator that helped them win the Super Bowl. It was... And he's no, still there, right? let him go. No. Yeah. I, I think that they tried to buy a Super Bowl. If y'all remember, they're, they're just handing out money there for a couple of years, and I think that catches up to you as an organization. They paid so many people. They gave Aaron Donald like a $200 billion, it feels like. He deserves every freaking penny. Aaron Donald is the best defensive player in the game. Definitely one of the, the top I get it. I get it, but like it game. ties up. It ties up your whole – it ties up your whole game. And like if he doesn't if, – if they just take him out of the game and you don't have other positions that can fill in because you don't draft because you trade away all your draft picks. What really hurts them is Todd Gurley's left knee is 75 years old. <laughs> So that is really going to happen. Yeah, they, I cannot believe that Atlanta jumped on that so quickly. Like, can we get a physical first or <laughs> something? Like, LA, LA is not just releasing that person without knowing something we don't know. Like, that's Todd Gurley. They like, didn't pay him very much, though, did they? I don't remember the exact deal. It was a, it was a one-year he deal. He was kind of like a prove-it, to be honest with you. And it oh, wasn't a yeah, lot of money. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm Atlanta hoping they did not they, pay them much. Well, I mean, they didn't really have any other choice. They released everybody else. Yeah, Devontae Freeman. Freeman's gone. 
Did he go anywhere? Um, no. I want to say he went to an NFC or an AFC team, if I remember right. I think so. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, Titan. Oh no, it says that the Titans. No. Um, Why would they sign him when he's actually a free agent right now? So nobody's jumped on it yet, but I'd be very surprised if somebody doesn't at least kick the tires on him. Do you want to do dark horse? Yeah, let's go ahead and end it with. uh, Go ahead and give me your dark horse playoff team for next season, and just a little bit about why you think that they have an opportunity. You can go ahead, Jacob. No, you're gonna have to give me a second. I okay. Well, I mean, the one that pops to mind is the Browns. You know, they have a new head coach, good offensive mind, <laughs> uh, Baker Mayfield. I don't think he's as bad as he played last year. I don't think he's gonna be a Pro Bowler, but I think he's serviceable. They still have OBJ, even though he's kind of a you know locker room issue. Uh, Miles Garrett. I think he's one of the best pass rushers in the league. So I could definitely see them taking sixth, seventh in the conference. No problem. The Buffalo Bills. I could see them also taking a step up this year. making a- Are they a dark horse, though? Because they've made it the past two years. I forgot they made it last year, to be honest with you. Well, would you call card. them? I mean, yeah, but would it be – did anybody really think that they were going to do anything? I mean, I know there was kind of some hype around yep, them. Yep, that dude on Dorian's At the Twitter. end of the season – <laughs> there was some hype around them. Let's get it, Buffalo. Let's get it, Buffalo. But, yeah, I think the Browns – but you also have to remember the Browns have been, like, off-season champions for the past, like, five years now. It seems like they make a couple moves and everybody loses their minds about them. I mean, they went and signed Case Keenum a couple weeks ago to a, quote-unquote, backup quarterback deal. So it kind of tells me that maybe they're done with Baker they gave Case Keenum a lot so, of money for a backup quarterback. Can right, yeah, wow, yeah. The Browns. So you think you you are you agreeing with? I'm Brendan? kind of iffy about him. I don't know if I want to put my my uh, two cents in with him there. Obviously, I got to bring up the Broncos a little bit. I mean, Drew Locke looked very promising. He's going to have a whole offseason and maybe a little bit more time now to work on it, get in sync with the coordinator. Um, we signed Jarrell Casey. Well, okay, so is this hurting you, do you think? Coronavirus, not being able to practice or go be with your team right now? I – Like this is would be extra time that they would have, right, like to be with each other. But I think as long out. as you're like in the playbook – because you can still go and practice. I mean, obviously, you just have to do it on your own. But I think that – if you keep your nose in the playbook. Well, they can't throw to each other, I mean, specifically. Like, he can't throw to his receiver. I think that's so. going to mess up everybody, though. I don't think it's a, you know, a I yeah. think that Cowboys with a new head coach. Yeah. What'd you say, That hurts Brendan? the Cowboys. We have a new head coach, Mike McCarthy. Yeah. And that hurts the Patriots, too, because we don't have a quarterback right now. Yep. I guess Stidham. You have Jared freaking Stidham. Have some respect. War Eagle. Oh, man. Okay. Forgot he was an Auburn alumni. Darn it. But yeah, um, go ahead and give us your dark So horse. are we assuming are we are are we assuming uh that like the Chargers are gonna get Tua? Mm, they're definitely gonna get a quarterback. I don't think that they roll with um Tyrod Taylor. No chance. Justin so, Herbert okay. is their guy. So, so if Justin Herbert goes to goes to the Chargers. Is that an upgrade from Philip no. Rivers last year? 
Okay, great. Thanks for answering that question. Haven't seen enough of Justin Herbert. No, I don't believe so. I saw him live. I was at the Auburn-Oregon game last year, War Eagle. And I I think he's going to be decent. I don't think he's going to be a Pro Bowl level, level quarterback like Phillip Rivers has been. I just think that the need for quarterbacks is so spread through the league that people will jump on average quarterbacks to try and give them a little bit of advantage. I think Herbert, we like Brendan said, I think he'll be a very decent quarterback, but he's not going to be someone that you rely on to put the team on his back. I could see him having a So I think for my dark career. horse team. Yeah. Yeah, Kirk Cousins type. For my my team, can I can I say that the Patriots are a dark horse without Tom Brady? Or no? Uh, I think Bill Belichick. I do I do think that a lot of people don't expect I them. think they're still going to make the I think playoffs. a lot of people won't expect them to now that Tom's gone. So, I mean, if you think that they will still have a shot, then that'll be fine. I'm just looking at the rest of their division, and I really do see – I can see Buffalo getting this, like, research, like this surge of, like, uh, they're not the top dog anymore. Like, it's anybody's thing. And, like, like I can see, like, Josh Allen, like, kind of getting a little, you know, cocky with it and – start feeling a little like a little more swagger on the field and maybe start playing with a little more confidence because that defense was already pretty stout last year. And I think they're only going to get better. I think better. they win the division Buffalo. I think, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm feeling is like, if I, like, and that's why I don't want to say them. And then from there, I don't think New York is going to be good. I don't think nope. Miami is, I think Miami's a few years out from being good just yet. Um, but I still think that New England's going to win nine, ten games and get at least a, a wild card spot, right? It's definitely well, possible. with that said, let me just say I'm the only one who didn't pick my team, and that's because we're winning the freaking division handily. Yeah, um, I guess we'll have to see about that. Um, you know, again, though, I appreciate you guys coming on. Um, Jacob Wickstrom, Brendan Lowe, appreciate the talks. Uh, hopefully everybody's team – does well this next season, except the Cowboys. Um, Everybody goes ten and six. Everybody, no bad team. Since I'm a Cowboys fan, I have to say we're winning the Super Bowl. All right, that's pretty much our that's our stick. So, oh, there it is. I knew it was gonna come out. I just didn't April sixth, seven oh five p.m. Thirty seconds. Brendan Lowe is delusional. Not even the start of anything in the season yet, but I do appreciate the confidence again. Appreciate you guys coming on. Um, you know, looking yes, forward to this season. Hopefully, we'll have some better stuff to talk about whenever all this the stuff finally season. comes back and we get, you know, OTAs going and everything. But, uh, all right. Well, thanks for having us on. Appreciate you guys so much. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. All right. That's going to do it for this week, guys. I do appreciate everybody who tuned in to listen. Hopefully, whenever things start, you know, getting back to a little bit of normality around the country there'll be more to report on definitely want to dive into some of the other leagues as well we got tons of stuff to talk about in the nba uh nhl even some soccer leagues around the world uh just gotta wait and kind of see how everything plays out but i do appreciate everybody who tuned in to listen and uh hopefully we'll be able to you know give you guys some more information and some more entertainment next week appreciate it again thank y'all